Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And Lindsay, we have another listener request this week. Although I will say I kind of messed up a little bit because I I did the right city that this person requested, but I did the wrong hotel when I did my research and I didn't realize it until I went to pull their email up to play it during the show. Well, that's okay because this is, we can always go back and do another episode in the same city at a different location. Exactly what I wanted to call out. So I apologize, Jason. I picked the wrong one, but we did do the city. And this email has stuck out in my head because it cracked me up the second I read it. I started laughing because it sounds like something I would totally say. Basically, Jason writes us and says, hey, guys, love your show. You should look into Galveston, Texas. Due to the storm of 1900, it seems the whole damn city is haunted. The Tremont Hotel in particular. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that one too. It cracked me up. Yes. So we're not going to be doing the Tremont Hotel, although we'll probably do that in the future. So thank you for that recommendation. We are going to do a place in Galveston, Texas. And guess what? It does seem to be the whole dang city is haunted. And this is your haunted holiday at Hotel Galvez in Galveston, Texas. Jason mentioned in the email, Lindsay, the whole town of Galveston does appear to be haunted. And we've actually been to Galveston. It's actually one of the only cities in Texas I have been to. We went there as kids for a beach vacation. Um, And it is, of course, beautiful, a great vacation destination. I remember I thoroughly enjoyed the vacation. We didn't see any ghosts when we were there because we didn't realize it was so haunted. Yeah. I mean, we even went to and did a tour, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit later at a mansion that is definitely haunted. And we had no idea. This just was not top of mind, you know, when we were uh, kids. (laughs) Right. And we definitely didn't stay at the Hotel Galvez, although I would say it's it's a nice place. This is going to be one of the places you're definitely going to want to look into if you're staying in Galveston because it is right on the ocean. It's one of the only it is the only historic hotel on the Texas Gulf Coast. So, we probably stayed at like a Holiday Inn Express or something. So, no <laughs> ghosts. I don't but, think it was a Holiday Inn Express, but I mean it was I I don't remember where the heck we stayed, but nothing super fancy. It didn't seem like No, but today there's also ghost tours all around the city. If you look it up, in fact, the Hotel Galvez, if you look up on their website, like things to do, there are ghost tours that they say you should, you know, look into doing. So Galveston is known for being haunted. And a lot of that is because of this storm in 1900. And it was essentially a category four hurricane that came through. And remember when we were there, Lindsay, when you go to the beach, there is this tall seawall that is put up. Mm-hmm. That was not there during the storm of 1900. So it was literally just beach and there was a lot of homes and businesses right there that got hit by this hurricane with a major storm surge. And they say approximately six to 8,000 people were killed 
due to this wow. storm. Wow. I mean, that's a ton of people. I. It sounds like it's very likely one of the worst death toll events we've ever had in the United States as far as weather is concerned. Definitely. Really, really bad. And in fact, a lot of people actually got swept out to sea. Oh, my god! During this. And so they were... Um, washed out to sea and several days later tons of people you know thousands of people essentially got washed up to shore horrible the beach and so they didn't really have the ability to deal with all of these bodies that all washed up at the same time so a lot of these people did not have a proper burial they just kind of like buried them on the spot on the beach what Yes. Oh, my goodness. I wonder if the beach is haunted itself. I'm sure it is, based on this. Yes. Haunted beach. Sounds... Yes. And one of the more tragic stories from the storm is right on the beach, there was an orphanage named St. Mary's Orphan Asylum. And in preparation for this storm, apparently they did not get a lot of warning. You know, it wasn't the storm tracker that we have today where you get several days usually to prepare. It came upon them very quick. And so the nuns who were working at this orphanage was like, let's find this way to, you know, try to ride this out and keep everybody together. And so they tore up bed sheets and kind of used them as makeshift ropes mm-hmm. and tied them to the children's waist and to the nuns' waist to make sure, like, nobody's going to get washed out. We'll try to hunker down and grab onto something, basically. Well, that did not work. And so basically, tons of people in this orphanage ended up getting washed out to sea. And their bodies were found on the shore, like a lot of the bodies of the the victims of this tragedy. But they say 90 children and 10 nuns were found on the beach several days later, passed away, all still tied at the waist with these makeshift ropes. Wow, that's terrible. Terrible. And I mean... I I just can't imagine. You know, today we have all this technology at our disposal and we can see this kind of thing coming more easily and prepare for it. And we have so much of a better understanding of like what storm surge looks like and we can make predictions about storm surge and, you know, areas where you really have to evacuate should you see a direct hit kind of thing. And I mean, they had probably absolutely no way to understand what was really coming their way. That's just so sad. It is tragic. And of course, where their bodies ended up landing is the beachfront where the Hotel Galvez was eventually built. Wow. Okay. Their bodies supposedly were also buried right there on the spot because like a lot of the other people, they did not get a proper burial just because of the sheer volume of dead people. So they just buried them right there. So Hotel Galvez, they think, is built on a mass grave. Wow. That's kind of shocking. Just because it's shocking to think that they had all these thousands of people that they had to just bury. Like right on the beach, they had nowhere else to put them. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Totally crazy. So after this storm, they decided... Let's put up a seawall. That's what you will see there today. If you decide to go to the beach, you're going to see a tall seawall 
in between where you would actually go to sit on the sand and where the hotel is or any other business or, or home that's along that that beachfront. So they built that seawall and they decided they wanted to build, you know, this grand hotel in Galveston and they decided to build the Hotel Galvez. They built it for a million dollars, which is a lot of money back in the day. And it actually opened in 1911. Now, when it opened, Galveston, Texas was kind of considered like the Vegas of the South. Apparently, there was a lot of gambling, lots of fun stuff right up our alley going on down there in Galveston, I guess. <laughs> and I'm thinking Al Capone maybe made a visit. I did not. Point. I did not see the name Al Capone, but a lot of other celebrities. Frank Sinatra was known to go there, Dean Martin, Jimmy Stewart, plenty of presidents have been there. It was actually, I guess, a makeshift White House temporarily for FDR at one point. So this place has a lot of history and famous guests that have been there over the years. Now, the hotel exchanged hands several times. In fact, at one point during World War II, it was actually commandeered by the government and not used as a hospital because we hear that happen a lot at these haunted places. But it was actually used as barracks for the Coast Guard there, which is kind of interesting. It did turn back into a regular old hotel after World War II. One of the more famous like folklore, I guess I would call it, because I have not been able to, to validate this particular story. But it's it's kind of like a, a similar story that you'll hear at a lot of these places where there's kind of that lady that's in love waiting for her mm. fiance or mm -hmm. whoever, right? And they have one of these stories at this hotel. So what the story is, is in the 1950s, there was a woman named Audra who was staying at the hotel, in particular room 501, they say. Now, she was engaged to a sailor who would regularly sail out of the port of Galveston on, you know, different trips and stuff like that. So she would always climb up to the rooftop on this ladder, I guess, that's available, and would climb up there and look for her fiancé and get into actually one of the turrets. So this is an old historic hotel. There's a couple different turrets at the top. And she would apparently get up there, look out to sea, waiting for her fiancé to be arriving back. Well, apparently on one of these trips, there was a massive storm of some kind. And a bunch of ships were damaged. And she waited several days, hadn't heard from him. Eventually she was told that the ship sunk, that the whole crew was lost, and there was no survivors she was, of course, devastated by this mm -hmm. news. And there's a couple different versions of what happens next, all of which includes the fact that she ended up committing suicide and hung herself. Oh, my gosh. Some versions of events say that she actually climbed up to that turret at the, the rooftop and hung herself from there. Most of the stories that I read, though, claim that she actually hung herself in room 501. Mm-hmm. Now, what's even worse, Lindsay? So she commits suicide. A few days later, her fiance actually survived and arrives at the hotel looking for Audra. And 
then he finds out what happens. And so he, they were never able to get married. Like, it's just one of those horrible, long-lost lover stories. I knew that you were going to say he survived the storm and was going to come back looking for her. That is just super tragic. Very Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Except for he lives in the end. True. Yes. Right. He did. Live. I was waiting for you to say something else horrible, but you didn't. So I, I didn't compare it to Romeo and Juliet. we continue on with this episode we do want to introduce you to something a little bit different it's not a podcast it's actually a youtube channel where they talk about all things ghosts this is the ghost trail series hi i'm joe and i'm faye and we've got a question for you what has two actors, ghost stories, plenty of spooky goings-on, special guests, and scary site visits? And a super cheesy promo. The answer is The Ghost Trail. So make a cup of tea and come and join us on YouTube under The Ghost Trail series. Subscribe, sit back, and enjoy our creepy adventures. The Ghost Trail is presented by Joe Hart and Faye Sewell with original music by Peter Godfrey. This hotel, Lindsay, I would rate on the fancy scale, okay? A lot of times with these fancy hotels, they do not embrace their ghosts. They're kind of shying away from it, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. This hotel does embrace their ghosts, which I love. They are known for their ghosts here, and they actually have like pictures, I think, hanging on the walls in the hotel of different weird ghostly images and, and that kind of thing. But it is fancy, but they would describe their ghosts as playful and friendly. Hmm. And, you know, is that a hotel tactic <laughs> to make people not scared? Maybe. I was just going to say you got a fancy hotel that wants you to be super comfortable at their location. So, of course, all the ghosts are friendly. Yeah. So they actually have a free audio tour that you can take at the hotel or anywhere. I, I actually took the, the audio tour. I'll talk about it in the last segment when we get into, you know, different options that you have. But they're always like, they tell some story and they'll be like, don't worry, though. These ghosts are nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they probably mostly are. I mean, think about it. These are these are people that died there or in the area, right? And were probably buried very close by or underneath it. And, you know, these are people that died of a, a horrible tragedy one way or another, right? Right. So a couple of accounts that were in this audio tour that were pretty interesting, one of which was apparently there's a painting of Bernardo de Galvez, who was a Revolutionary War hero. He was never at the hotel. He was alive well before it was actually built. But there's a painting of him there that they say, you know, the eyes look like they're watching you, which can be kind of an optical illusion. But also, apparently, sometimes if you look at the painting, his head won't be there. Instead, there will be a skull. What? Yes. That's wild. That's a new one. Multiple people have seen this where they're just kind of like staff members walking by the painting and re-look at it. And they're like, oh, 
there's a skull in place of his head. So it's people that have seen this painting numerous times and they're just completely perplexed. And then they go back to look at it again and it's back to normal again. Right. And not only replacing his head, but sometimes he might be normal, but then there's a skull in other places of the painting. What? Yes. That's 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 kind of scary. What the heck is up with this painting? That's what I said. Because I, they I, literally well, just finished saying, they're playful, friendly, but there's a skull sometimes in this painting. <laughs> skull either replacing his head or not just that. Just random spots. Just random skulls. <laughs> Pretty scary. Very scary. Now, this other thing that happened, which I find terrifying, but basically one of the people working at the front desk in the lobby it was a busy day there was a lot of people hanging out in the lobby and she sees this guy that is just like staring at her like not blinking staring right she turns around to help another guest turns back around and suddenly this guy is like right up next to her and she's like holy crap like how did this guy get over here so quickly right mm -hmm. this guy's right there and then he says to her, this guy says to her, we know the questions you are trying to figure out. We're watching you and we like you and are going to help you. What? And then he vanished. No. Oh my gosh. I was going to say like, call the police. This sounds like a dangerous human being. <laughs> but he vanished right in front of her eyes. Yeah. Gone. Oh. And But remember, these are playful, friendly ghosts. I mean, they did say they liked her. Right, right. How interesting. I'm trying to think of a plausible explanation or even just like what would the reason for that ghost saying that be, right? I mean, maybe that spirit, I don't know, maybe, maybe that spirit is like reliving something that they did in the past and... It's not really technically meaning her specifically. It's just going through the motions. I don't know. It's kind of a weird message to be going through the motions of. Like, yeah, I we know who you are. We're going to help you. Like, really weird. I, yeah. It is strange. Or they're aiding and betting. Maybe they were aiding and abetting somebody. Like, back when they were alive at the hotel... Maybe they had a criminal that, that they were that were hiding. We know who you are. You're Al Capone. No, you're gonna have to cut all of this, Lisa. But I'm serious when I say I'm serious when I say this. You're Al Capone. But we know you're Al Capone. We like you. We're gonna help you. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the next story. I think that's the most likely explanation. <laughs> okay, so the other thing that this hotel is very known for are children, little kid ghosts. And they believe this goes back to the victims of that hurricane, the 90 kids that died and were buried probably, you know, right there on the land that the hotel is on. So there is numerous children that you are gonna hear just kind of running, playing most of the time you'll hear them you won't actually see them but they're running around the halls doing all kinds of stuff there's also a girl with a red ball that they see and i swear we just did a recent episode where there was a girl yeah. with a red ball and so another 
common theme, oddly enough, at a lot of these places. And she is seen with this large red ball. Apparently security gets called on a regular basis because people will see her playing, but she's wearing kind of like vintage looking clothes. They're concerned about her. They're like, where is her parents? So security gets a call on this all the time. Like apparently the security team at the hotel is very familiar with this girl that's seen. And so they know, you know, kind of how to respond to it if they get the phone call. If I worked at that hotel, like I would live for those phone calls. I would just, if I got the phone call, there's a girl up here without parents playing with the red ball. I'd be like, wait a second, you know, like right. <laughs> get your camera out. I know I'd be so excited to see that too. The other person that is seen there is somebody that they think is Sister Catherine, one of the nuns who also passed away in that storm who kind of oversaw the orphanage. And she's usually not actually seen inside the hotel. She's seen outside looking out at the sea. And typically, she's most often seen right before there's a major storm coming in, which Ooh, is fascinating. I just got chills. So she's out there kind of just looking, you know? And so if you happen to be there and there's a storm on the way, you need to keep an eye out for Sister Catherine. The ghost that they are most famous for is who they call the lovelorn lady. That is our Miss Audra, who hung herself either in the turret or most commonly, they say it was in the room 501. In fact, if you go to their website and you're looking at like the history of the hotel section, they say like, fun fact, room 501 is haunted. Hmm. I mean, awesome. It's terrible that she died there, especially a suicide, which is awful. But I like that they embrace the fact that they, they probably have some ghosts there. Yes, I, I really do too. Now, what people experience a lot of times in this room, there's tons of activity. You'll get like chills, very common. You'll hear slamming doors. The lights are going to flicker. One time somebody said they saw like a strange light emanating from the room um, when nobody was in there. Another ghost that has somehow figured out modern electronics and turns the TV on and off. <laughs> yeah, that's too funny. They also say in that west turret where she used to look out for her fiance returning in his ship, they say sometimes you'll see a light up there and mm. there are no lights up there. So there is no explanation. Like they'll kind of go investigate it. Like is somebody up there maybe like hunting for ghosts with a flashlight or something and they won't find anything so something to look for whether you're staying here or not you can look up to that west turret and see if you see a light because it could be audra now she is also seen quite a bit on the fifth floor in general walking the halls but what's really interesting and kind of a happy ending to this is apparently she has been reunited with this fiance they think because they see them now walking the halls hand in hand so she is with somebody now, they think, in the afterlife. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe it's him. Maybe it's her fiance. Came back. Mm -hmm. 
This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the travel agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact your haunted holiday travel agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So this place, Lindsay, is not just the Hotel Galvez. It's also the Hotel Galvez and Spa. I know we mm. like these. So this is, like I said, I think this is kind of on the fancier scale of places. There is a really nice spa here where you can get all the different spa treatments your heart could desire at this place facials, massages, everything. It's a little pricey, but if you're on a nice vacation, it might be something that you want to look into. This is going to be a great place for this. This is, like I said, the only historic beachfront hotel on all of the Texas Gulf Coast. So if you want to see ghosts and you also want to stay on the beach, probably going to be one of your best bets for that. And I'm a beach person, so if I go to Galveston, I probably am going to want to stay on the beach somewhere. No doubt about it. I am all about the beach and ghosts. It's a perfect combo. Yes. And they also have a restaurant. And one thing that stuck out to me, because they're right there at the port of Galveston, they have fresh seafood daily at the restaurant here. One of the meals, I know you wouldn't like this, but... I would that they talk about is the all-you-can-eat shrimp fry and it comes with coleslaw and cornbread and it sounds amazing if I go there <laughs> I'm getting that all-you-can-eat shrimp fry well, hopefully it's still on the menu I mean I, I think so that they're known for this it's probably a staple yeah it's a staple now when it comes to the ghost stuff apparently pre-pandemic they did offer a ghost tour that included like a fancy dinner at mm. their restaurant. Sounded like a lot of fun. Now, I can't really get pricing on it because that has all been put aside for safety reasons due to the pandemic. But hopefully it's going to be coming back soon. We have a vaccine out right now. I'm hoping we'll get back to being able, being able to have these live ghost tours. But like I said, what they offer now in lieu of that is a free audio tour. And actually, anybody can download this. I actually downloaded it. You can get it on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. And it is called, what you're going to want to look for is Galveston Historic Hotels App. 
When you're in that app, it will give you some different options for like basic historic tours, but then there is literally just a ghost tour section. And the idea of this is it kind of takes you to some of the main haunt spots and you're supposed to kind of follow along with it. And it even will give you like little slideshow images of what you should be looking at. And it even has, like I said earlier, some like ghostly photos where weird things were captured even from like the early 1900s they have pictures of what looks like maybe an apparition in the background of this photo and they're like this is before photoshop so how (laughs) could this be here right right it's it's very good i really enjoyed it so if you guys are interested you don't have to be a hotel guest in order to download that app and listen to it um but i thought it was very well done And I really enjoyed it. Obviously, I would prefer the fancy dinner to go with my ghost tour. But that is a very good alternative. Absolutely. At least for now, something interesting and fun. And then maybe later this year, we'll have fancy dinner ghost tours happening again. Yes, let's hope. So the room here is going to cost you about $200 a night for your standard room. Now they have rooms with city views and then they have Gulf Coast views. The Gulf Coast views, if you want that sea view, is gonna cost you a little bit extra. That's about $230 a night. They also have different suites you can rent. Those range between $600 and $700. So Wow, okay. So it it can get pretty pricey. I mean, although this is a, a nice hotel right on the beach, I'm not super surprised by the rates so yeah it it may be something that you want to just go visit maybe go have dinner there in their restaurant there's sounds like there's plenty of haunted hotels to choose in galveston go to the Um, spa because the spa is supposed to be haunted there's supposed to be lots of little kid ghosts down there in the spa (laughs) so you could even make a spa appointment and not stay absolutely but regardless i think it sounds like Based on the location, based on the level of service and the nice amenities, it sounds like it's probably um, a pretty uh, decent rate. Yep. All right. Well, this hotel sounds pretty fantastic. Um, Right on the beach, got lots of ghosts, and they embrace them, which is sometimes not super frequent with these fancy hotels. So that's exciting. All right. Well, Let's get to the last little section. Earlier, we promoted a series that's on YouTube called the Ghost Trail Series. So go check that out. But in in their email that they sent us, they also sent us a ghost story. So since we're, we're highlighting their series on YouTube um, today, I'm going to also highlight Faye and Joe's message of one of their experiences. So she says, I was living in Ireland and rehearsing with a theater group for, for an upcoming show. After rehearsal one night, we all decided to pop somewhere for a drink and to unwind. We settled on a nearby hotel, and not long afterwards, we were sitting in the bar chatting. At some point, not long after we arrived, our director said that she felt very uncomfortable with the energy in a certain part of the bar area. It was quite specific, and she even pointed out where the invisible barrier was. At that point, one of the members of the cast piped up and said that he used to work there and that the hotel was, in fact, haunted. But that management tried to hush it up as much as possible and never liked their staff to talk about it or admit it to anyone. Hmm. Sounds familiar to us as well. 
He went on to tell the story of one night when he was working and a very shaken guest appeared at the front desk, saying that he had woken up to see a white figure standing at the end of the bed, staring. He had panicked and turned to his wife, but been unable to wake her until after the figure had faded away. The cast member went on to say that heavy chandeliers swinging like they were being forcibly shaken or caught in a wind was common at night and no cause for this ever found. There was also a back staircase, which used to be a staff's staircase, but had been adapted into a route to the new gym where a lady in a gray uniform was regularly sighted. I was listening very carefully as I had recently joined the gym in this very hotel and used that staircase often. The week before, I had noticed that the whole leisure center area had a bit of an atmosphere when quiet and had found myself inexplicably creeped out while swimming alone one afternoon. His final story made that make sense. Without any questions or prompting from anyone, he said that the pool had been built over an old graveyard, which had extended past that and also ran underneath the bar in which we sat, roughly corresponding to the area that the director had pointed out just moments before. I won't name the hotel in question because I know they wouldn't like it, but I thought you might enjoy the story. <laughs> Best wishes, Faye and Joe. They're actually from the UK and they listen to our show and they do the Ghost Trail series. I think you guys will enjoy it. Go check it out. I love that story. And it's it adds validity to it when you can say there was a cemetery underneath where they're having these experiences. I know, right? And of course, they get the ghost standing over the bed staring the typical kind of scary stuff and then just the bad ominous kind of feelings that you get in some of these places that have that kind of history i think we should categorize that type of ghost and call them creeper ghosts (laughs) that sounds good to me well we'll call it a creeper from here on out Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you're enjoying the show, make sure to rate us five stars. We appreciate it. It helps us a ton to get new listeners. Also, go to our website, yourhauntedholiday.com. If you want to reach out to us just like Faye and Joe did or Jason, who gave us the great recommendation to start at least in Galveston, we'll hopefully get to his hotel here down the road. Just go to our website, yourhauntedholiday.com. Hit contact us and send us an email. Send us a recommendation, a ghost story, any any and all of it. We love hearing from you all. Um, Also, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Find us in all of those spots. You guys, this is, we've officially been on the air now for over a year. This is like kind of our one year anniversary. We started at the beginning of 2020. Um, So thank you guys. It's amazing to hear from all of you throughout last year. And we're excited to keep doing this. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.